Hi everyone. Today we have Today Matthew, Matthew Gorjo, head, the head of business of corporate and corporate development, development with, Thrive. with Thrive. Matthew, welcome. Thanks, Lance. It's good to be here. You know, I want Matthew, to take I want to some share time some of your in this one. Insights I want to share some insights and action, action, action items with everybody. On this call. Uh, things they can put into we get practice started, right away. Can you just take but a minute we get to started, explain uh, Thrive? I know you have around at this point about fifty. Yeah, Lance, so we have 55,000 customers. Our customers are small businesses, small business owners uh, all over the U.S., Canada, and Australia. We also have three dozen franchise brands that leverage our software at the franchisee level. So these franchisors, you know, whether they have five locations or 105, they're, they're instituting Thrive at every franchise location. And Thrive simply helps small businesses manage the customer experience. So Customer experience being, you know, before, during, and after the sale. If you think of that customer journey, uh, a consumer, their customer experience when they're interacting with your brand or your small business is just simply how they feel in that throughout that entire journey. And the problem that small business owners and franchisees face in 2023 is that consumer expectations are through the roof. You know, we're interacting with these huge companies and they're providing us this easy experience. When we interact with a small business owner, we want a similar kind of frictionless experience, and it's grown really tough to deliver a great experience. So, you know, small businesses are using many tools to manage that process, sometimes as high as seven to 10 different tools to manage that customer journey. Thrive is an all-in-one platform that small businesses and franchisees can use to manage the customer experience. And we can get into a little bit of, of the different tools that are on the platform, but it helps to manage essentially the customer experience across the board. Yeah, yeah so, so all your, all your scheduling, scheduling and communications and marketing and reputation all that in one stuff, place all in one without place, the use of all these other no programs, all those additional which is very cool because then all the and data that also means that everything's going to talk together um, in so one place. I, to, uh, let everybody I love know that. that you had what I wanted to talk about too is you guys when have you a template. Create, when you work so with it has all the defaults in place and everybody can set it up. And then when a franchise has a new location, they can just start a new location right off this template. A minute, easy peasy, bring on a new franchise. Don't have to go and set it up set from up scratch every with all time. The defaults and I know that you guys needs to be, uh, normally charge a thousand dollars a year for that template, and anyone who signs up here, you're going to waive it that for everybody to get started through. Exactly. Yep. When when you work with us, and let's say you want to start using Thrive at all your franchise locations, you can customize our product to a certain extent, the settings, the the marketing, the branding, and all that on our franchise template. Every franchisor gets a franchise template. And so that way, when you transition your current franchisees now or your future franchisees, um, our, our product team literally presses a button, puts in the franchisees inf- in the new franchisees information. And that moment, we have a new account spun up. And that way, your new franchisee or you at the corporate level don't have to go in from scratch and create this new account. And it's a great product. It's a great tool within our product. And we normally charge franchisors $1,000 a year in order to you know, use it. But if you take advantage of the link below, um, we, we will extend that to you for free. Well, and one I know of the that, great things about know, the software. One of the great allows you uh, things to that the track and does analyze allows companies your to see what's going on with top prospects, your top customers, your franchisees, bottom all this stuff. Bottom and customers. you can track the and top performers and bottom performers. What have you learned see from uh, what's being in this industry and to establish best practices? As a can really you share some of these best or worst uh, practices with people? Can use listening think of, use, and apply today.
Well, I think, you know, it depends on what point of the customer experience you, or customer journey you want to talk about. I, I think on a, on a kind of across the board level, consumers today expect things to be easy. They, they want things to be frictionless. They don't really want to spend a lot of time at any one point in, in your customer journey. So whether that's them looking for you online, interacting with your website, making a phone call, filling out a form, uh, you coming out to their house maybe, or you know visiting your brick and mortar store, asking questions, paying you, you need to be very simple to be paid. You know, it needs to be very simple to pay you. Um, and then afterwards, you know, if I have questions or, or whatnot, uh, again, it's it's the simplicity of, you know, trying to make that as seamless as possible across every point of the customer experience. And you ultimately can do that through technology. Um, but, you know, the, cons- the customer has really high expectations and they're only getting higher, you know, the further and further we go. Right. right. Anything well, that you kind of picked up want to share today that would help uh, companies maybe companies increase their ROI? Might help them. Well, I'll give you like an example. So let's let's look at you know, scheduling. Um, 50% of all online appointments, like if you if if you take appointments online, 50% of those are booked after 5 p.m. So, you know, if you think about the customer in, in that regard, like they're interacting with your local business, if you only accept appointments over the phone and, and somebody has to call you between working hours in order to make that appointment, you're 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 really missing out. And so if you can allow, if you can really empower the customer to book with you um, via your website or scheduling, you know, widget on social media or or whatnot, um, you know, that opens the door for you as as a business owner. And that's just one of, you know, endless amounts of data points that we can provide that that show you how to really win with the customer. Mm -hmm. I think productivity um, is a big deal. And uh, so a lot of companies are, are missing big, out because I know you things talk aren't getting about done. Taking all these points, um, can uh, you share some of the maybe productivity together, sucks that you're seeing? Any general maybe things, things that people share with can people do about to, uh, maybe some productivity, productivity sucks that are just. Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, one run an audit of your own. You know, think think about your customer experience and think about any manual process along the way. Anything that you're doing manually. Salesforce ran a study a couple of years ago and found that small businesses are losing one full day a week. So 50-ish, 52 days a year in productivity to manual task, you know. Um, and so I would look at the different points in your customer experience and like, what are what are you and your employees doing manually and what could be automated? Um, so, I mean, I, I think as, as small business owners, we're, we're, if you're not, you know, really trying to improve the efficiency of your small business, then you're really, you're, you're going to struggle moving forward. You know, know you, you use, use the word friction, friction a lot, and that's I believe a word in that that's too. been on my I mind think for quite some time. Holds us you know, one of the things that I always ways to remove uh, friction, would do is we can draw out the amount of time we have from beginning to end, maybe even make huge and label stop draining ourselves and, and getting all. tired. And then I so think through the process, software, I'm sure you guys have seen where points of friction a little harder than it needs to be. Can you share some examples of what that would look like and look at ways that I can kind of remove that friction to help things move simpler? easier more automatically i think for for small business and franchises i think a big pain point would be payments you know when we when we interact with big customers like big you know think of amazons of the world it's very easy so simple to pay them right you think paypal and four or you know just all these companies are the biggest companies of the world are 
working very hard to make it simple for their customers to pay them. And so when we we get that experience on a day in and day out basis, and then we turn to interact with a small business, you know, first it was cash and check. If you only accepted cash and check, right, you, you were missing out on all the people that would throw a big purchase on their credit card. Now, you know, if if you accept credit cards and um and maybe you know there's other ways now to provide convenience. So for instance, um an example would be like an HVAC or or maybe a home service type brand coming out to your house. Well, you know, you may do uh you may offer a service that's maybe a little bit you know expensive. Let's say it's you know a few grand or 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 whatnot. Um that customer either one needs to have a credit card balance that can pay you. Or two, they need to have the cash in the bank um, to do it. But inside of Thrive's platform, we partner with WiseTac and we offer consumer financing. So uh, a heating and air or you know any kind of home service small business can come out to your home, can sell you the job, and can get you approved for consumer financing on the spot. And that's how that's the Thrive platform helping that small business owner turn a you know a no or a maybe uh, from a finance you know from a payment standpoint into a yes. Um, and it makes it easier for that consumer to pay uh, for that job that they want done within their home. And it makes it easier on the small business owner that's using it because they receive the funds, you know, immediately. So that's just one example of, you know, where payments can really cause a friction point where if you only accept a certain kind of payment, or if you're limited in your payment options, I mean, I literally might tell you, no, thanks for coming out. Thanks for the estimate. Thanks for the proposal, but I, you know, I, I'm going to hold tight for a minute. Um, that that's that's a you know concrete example. I've yeah, had situations I've had where, situations where I wanted to buy a service maybe having, or, you know, or a service hire somebody, or something done. It started becoming more labor intensive, a little harder than I thought. And I realized and I I'm like, getting you know, into something that's a little more really work want. than I thought it was going to, um, and I just now the wait. <laughs> but so I was thinking, just been, hey, you know, it, it's really all about keeping it simple, easy, effortless. I probably would have said, yeah, intuitive, so that people just use it. I've seen the same thing you're talking about with purchasing. Yeah, I think the best companies, Lance, are in, you're trying to empower the consumer. The more you're empowering the consumer to control the customer experience, the better. You know, when when as a consumer, when you have to sit back and you're kind of at the whim of of the the small business owner, that model is really not winning out. It's it's the it's the small business owner that allows the French the consumer, sorry, to uh, you know, for instance, think about the you know going onto someone's website. And wanting them to come out to your house to book an estimate, and and your you know your availability, you can click on a scheduler and see their availability and book uh, for that person to come out. If you think about the experience with home service brands over the last you know I don't know hundred years, you know you might give them a phone call, it rings you know six or seven times, they may or may not answer. Right, you finally get someone on the phone, and you're like, hey, could you come out you know at such and such time? And that might take you know, only 10 to 15 to 20 minutes to have that conversation with them. But that's 10 or 15 minutes that the owner of the business or their employee and the consumer have back in their day by just simply allowing the, you know, that person to be able to go on your website and book an appointment. 
Well, I agree. Well, I agree. You know, home <laughs> services brands are and home so busy. Brands it's are hard generally to reach so busy. Them. And then you're, uh, you know, if, if you're, you're calling them, like you really need their help. And, and uh, I have found like where something is broken, you want it fixed. So if I can't reach somebody, I might call the next person. But if I can't reach them, I can just book online right under their schedule, especially after hours. I have peace of mind knowing that I have an appointment. So I would love that. It's what it's it's why a lot of these franchises are are you know building in-house call centers you know it's because you know bob the lo- the franchisee and you know whatever city i mean maybe great at functionally doing the the product or service that the brand offers but may or may not be the best person on the phone and to your point may not answer because he's in the truck or he's out in the field or or his team is and he's doing something else um uh, and may or may not be the best closer or whatnot on the phone um but if you empower the the customer to make that appointment and, and your team can come out and you know hopefully land the the job that way but that's just an example you know of of trying to create a frictionless experience empowering the customer uh so that's you know it's just really easy on all the stakeholders in the process right what right. do you see what as do you effective see as effective online, effective presence? online presence well i mean you know one you got to manage your google profile you know you've got to manage uh you know, you've got to claim and secure your listings, um, not only just across Google and some of the major platforms, but we partner with Yex to do this. And there's about 60 or 70 listing websites out there that uh, when you're using the Thrive tool, we can go in and claim them and keep them up to date. You know, I mean, there's nothing more frustrating. I mean, think of this, you know, let's say you offer, a, you know, you run a brick and mortar store and, um, you know, you, you op- you're open at till 5 p.m. every day and um, or let's say you're open to 5 30 p.m. every day and last week you decide okay you know we're going to start shutting early at 5 30 or at five o'clock and this consumer goes on their google profile sees that you're open till 5 30 because you haven't updated it and then drives across town to be there at 5 10 and your doors are shut that's a terrible experience not just because your doors are shut but because they may have just had to drive 20 minutes you know from their house out to to your business so I think managing your online presence is more than just like, you know, your website and your social media. I mean, you need to have a great website that's very fast, informative, and people can easily, you know, use it. But then, you know, your Google profile is becoming more and more, I think, uh, you know, probably the top priority as far as your online presence. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And you if, know, it's all, uh, if it's we'll questionable, go online, we'll check, the go check the hours, hours make sure it's supposed to be open. We attempt to go out there. But then if we and go we out there, out there and, and it's supposed to be open, and it's, supposed to be open. And it's not, uh, <laughs> that, is that is frustrating. frustrating. Well, there, and there's one thing to this. This is the reason why I think you use Thrive to help manage your listings. It's that, you know, if I Google such and such business, right, the Google profile is going to pop up. In, in, you know, in, in, in that section, but then you also have the organic listings, you know, down below. And, and normally that's the website, but there's also a lot of other listing websites out there uh, that might have it listed. And consumers don't always click the Google profile or, or the website. They may click a listing site. And if you're to your, you know, to this example here, if on your Google profile and on your website it says, hey, we're, we're open till five, you know, five o'clock because you've updated, but you haven't updated it across the board, that consumer may see that, you know, it still says 6 p.m. and they drive out there. And um, so what Thrive does, and this really was impactful during COVID, is that it helps you update your listings across all your, uh, update your profile across all your listings. So when people were making really big changes to how you interact with them as as a business, 
the people that had Thrive were able to log in and, and update it across 60 or 70 sites at once instead of having to go into each, you know, listing site and, and update their profile. So that's just one of the many features, you know, within Thrive that would make it easy on the business owner. Oh, I love that. I'm thinking about that. and you know um, having a whole bunch your of sites reputation where you want to update online or have is it all your image. Together. It's so important. Can you, you know, so you I guys one actually of the take things all the sites really where reputation is found, is their online and reviews and stuff like that. That is your people, image. That's who they you pull are them all together in the to dashboard, and people can see and them all at once. And those are definitely ways of making decisions. So you guys actually take. Yeah. So if you think about another stat, is you know eighty five percent of consumers view an online review as if it's a trust, it, it, the same as a trusted friend telling them, you know, that the business is good or bad. Um, so if you look at the major listing sites, Google being the main one, uh, consumers can proactively go on there and, and leave you a review. Uh, most small businesses try to solicit that, you know, consumer, you know, that customer, at, you know, whenever they did business with them, they email them afterwards, you text them, you try to get them to review. But within Thrive, yes, we have review um management and review response uh, tools in the platform that uh, you're, you're push notified. You get a notification when someone leaves you a review and so that you can go in and respond to it. And then you can also use the CRM, uh, the payment tool and our text and email cap capabilities to like, you know, once a customer pays you, you can send them a review request or you can send an email campaign weekly, monthly, whatever, to get them to respond to reviews. But the, the biggest thing is just responding and being notified that someone has left you uh, a review. You know, when you're a consumer and you're looking at a business for businesses reviews, you're looking for, you know, a, a, you know, how many are there and the recency, you know, it's, it's like, it's one thing to have a lot of great reviews, but if there hasn't been any in about a year or eight months or whatnot, um, you know, as a consumer, you may not as be you, you may not be as comfortable moving forward, you know, with that customer. So we're working on all that with our customers um, to one drive reviews, but then also to respond to them in real time. What what would you what would you consider that, effective, um, effective social media? Social because media. personally, because I never media, thought that social I, media was going to catch on in the business space. I, I thought everybody was going to want it just like, for like talking to their friends and family. And on social media, people and wouldn't want to wrong. get a tweet from like, a Dorito or a Cheeto, to to, but it's like, a thing. So Coca-Cola Twitter page it's funny. or whatever, but, you know, like um, <laughs> what would so, you say people so can what do is to be more effective with social media, media? So people can get an idea. Yeah. So do you have an iPhone or a Samsung or a, some other kind uh, of phone? iPhone? Yeah, I think we're both iPhone users. So, you know, every Sunday I get that screen time update of how long I've spent on my phone. And if you look at the average American now spends between five to six hours a day on their smartphone. And roughly, depending on the study you look at, 70 or 80% of that time is spent in-app, like in an app versus, you know, the browser or, or you know, dialing. Um, and the lion's share of that time is spent on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, TikTok, and these others for, you know, for a little bit younger crowd. But uh, so I think just effective social media is to be there you know, to, to be there. That's where the eyeballs are. That's where people are spending a lot of time. Uh, effective social media is not just to be putting, you know, content out. It's to be getting, you know, engagement from the consumers or the followers on your page. I mean, if you study really the algorithms around social media, in order to appear in other people's feeds, in order to get a lot of eyeballs and views of your own content, you need engagement. You need, you know, likes, comments, shares, 
And there's a way to do that. But I think one, you know, it's really, it's kind of a non-negotiable. You have to be on social media, you have to have a business page on the various platforms. You know, then you can look at, um, you know, driving followers and likes and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, then you can look at your content and, and how to engage. But it has to be a core component of how you're going to market as a franchisor, as a franchisee, um, as a small business owner. And uh, it's it's just table stakes. It's just, you know, the way of life now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I want to thank I you again thank for, you joining for joining us, us today. Um, I, I, I took learned some notes. a lot. I took uh, notes. I learned a lot. I appreciate I it. it all I love amazing. how Thrive uh, I really like the whole premise behind Thrive for people, bringing it all together um, so that they can uh, simplify the customer it, keep journey it easy, put it all in one place. And, uh, so you can see just high, you know, low that performers that lead seems so organized and so all there. It seems like the more you do, the more you have to right. The more you have to continuously simplify and bring things together, the less time it takes to do everything. I appreciate it. I encourage anybody in your business to take advantage of that $1,000 year annual discount. Love it all. I love the $1,000 link as a franchise. Waving the $1,000 template so that people can just use that for free. I appreciate it. When they get started, I appreciate that. And uh, I just want to thank you for joining us and thank you for everything you shared today. Thanks, Lance. I appreciate the opportunity to share about our company. And you mentioned a good word there, simple. So if you're looking for simple, you know, click the link that Lance shares with you because we're, we're pretty good at simple.